transforming the world with the good news of Jesus. This is our mission, guys. One sec, just put this recording on. Well, how are you tonight? <clears throat> Excuse me, that's so good to hear. Praise the Lord. Wasn't Catherine amazing this morning? Come on, if you, if you, that's why I married her. No, no, no. But uh, the thing is, though, make sure if you haven't heard her talk this morning, make sure you go online. It's amazing. We're in the middle of the series of Kingdom Life. And my part of the series has been quite a journey now. We started with the purpose of the kingdom. We talked about the upside down kingdom. We talked about the power of the kingdom. And uh, last week we talked about the priority of the kingdom. And tonight we're going to do something else with it. I'm going to tell you in a second. But uh, the theme first for the Kingdom Life series uh, was, is, was and is the, in uh, Matthew 6, 10, which says what? That's right, Kathy went very, very fast. But yes, the other guys, that's good. You're like me. <laughs> your kingdom come, you will be done on earth as in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, like that. So we see that the kingdom, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we see that there is the kingdom of God is the kingdom flow is always from heaven to earth. The flow in the kingdom, if we are sons and daughters in the kingdom, which we are, then there's a flow also from heaven to earth. So last week we spoke about uh, the priority of the kingdom, right? And for, for, for those, not right actually, it was in the morning, so some of you are not there, because some of you do the, the evening service only, right? How many do the evening service only? You don't come really till the morning. That's right. Several of you, and some of you kind of do once in a while, and whatever. So that's all good. So last week we talked about the priority of the kingdom of God. And we saw that in uh, Matthew 6.33, we saw that it says there, that it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added into your life as well. Amen? So we find if we start prioritizing the kingdom in our lives that basically all else falls into place because we don't start to align ourselves with the flow of heaven. The flow of heaven is from heaven to earth. Otherwise, it's stroking a cat the wrong way around. Now, the thing is, though, I've got a, two cats. One is a male. It's very old. So we're going to drop that very soon. Um, it's called Reese. He's like, he's like a little hobbling on one leg, and he, he's very cuddly. He does like this little head thing, the head bump. When he comes to you, you're drinking, drinking your drink, and it suddenly goes like, boom, like this. You know? And then, hey? Yeah, and then, and then, and then the other one is the, is the feral one. It is, is Lynx, and that's like a girl. And uh, the thing is, though, as she is, yeah, she is, um, she is uh, quite f feisty, but I can, I, can, I can stroke her head, but if I touch anything else, she go, wow, and she goes, scratch me and go sit on me and just go, and I go, wow, kick a kid, get away with me, let's do it. So there's a love-hate relationship in our lives. It's a love-hate relationship. And, uh, but the issue is, though, you never stroke a cat the wrong way, ever. That's one of the things you don't do. And it's like the kingdom of God. You don't stroke the kingdom of God in the wrong way. You go by the flow. You go with the flow of the kingdom of God because then you get all the goodies of the kingdom of God, right? It's so good. And so we need to learn to live by the principles of the kingdom of God to prioritize his lordship, his kingship into our lives. This is last week. It's not tonight. I'm saying this is a little kind of 
uh, reprise from last week. Uh, for this thing, it's so good, that's why I do it again. And so it says in the Passion to, trans to chase after the reality of the kingdom of God, to chase after the realm of the Holy Spirit. Because what happens is when we chase after King Jesus, like we're doing tonight, and we seek his face and we go after his ways, what's going to happen is everything in our, lines, in, in our lives will start to align. Because some of you have been wondering, why is nothing aligning in my life? What's going on? I'm banging my head. But that's the reason why. Because you can't stroke the cat the other way around. It doesn't work this way. we got to come into alignment. The kingdom won't move. We have to move. Right? So then we're going to move in this way. So that's really, really powerful. And so we need to be realigned in this way. we got to go from a from self-focus to a God-focus, from a self-reliance onto a God-reliance. And the Bible says then in Romans 8, 28, then when we do that, then all things work together for good for those who love Him and are called by His purpose. It's not an automatic verse that you can just blab it and grab it type thing. It is when you come into alignment with the kingdom of God, then you will find that all things work together for good for those who love Him, called by His name and to His purpose. Amen? So good. Now the secret of the Christian life is that we come into alignment of the principles and the values of this thing and then we will see the favor and the blessing of God in our lives amen and this will affect every part of our lives I told last week if you were here last week I told and then I'm going to the new don't worry but I thought it was quite powerful for tonight if some of you were not here tonight and, and it's good to hear it again is it affects every part of our lives and this is what I wrote down it affects how we do healthy relationships it affects how we steward healthy sexuality Hello. And also, how we do money, how we handle money. God first, remember? Some people still ask me, why am I not getting ahead in life? My first question is, are you tithing? If you're tithing, I'm not even going to pray for you anymore. Because it's just not even, why would I pray for you? The thing is, though, you're totally out of alignment. So if I'm out of alignment, how can, how can you be blessed if you don't go after God's ways? So go and make sure that the first fruits in your life is always God. Because if it is that way, then you will be able to find the stuff. Otherwise, you just bang your head against the wall. And some of you are still doing it. It's called insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different results. It's very quiet in this room. It, 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 it also handles your, your decision making and what you do in your life and what you, what you do in your diaries. Like I said last week, and it's so challenging, but I say it again. If I can look at your diary, if I can look at your bank account, will it prioritize the kingdom of God? That's a powerful thing. In your life, will it prioritize the kingdom of God in your life? Where you give your money to, where you do your time, and how you prioritize your time. Anyway, listen to Catherine's talk this morning, face-to-face. -face, amazing talk, if you want to know more about this. So tonight, I'm finishing my part of the series, and then next week is my birthday. 60 next week, come on. 60. Actually, on Thursday, I'm saying 60. But the party is uh, next week uh, after the morning service, lunch. She had lunch, and I'm going to give cake. Now, if you can't be there, maybe some cake at night, too. I'm not sure if we have any left over, but we'll see. Could be lucky. That's why the strings are here already. It's all happening, guys. There's joy in the house. Whoa, I made it almost to 60. Thursday, I'll make it to 60, which is just incredible. Amen? So tonight, I want to talk about the final one is the proclamation. We had the power. We had the purpose. We had the upside-down kingdom, the priority. Now, I want to talk about the proclamation of the kingdom of God. And we go to Luke 9, 1 to 6. Here we go. When Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power. Everybody say power. power. Authority. And to drive out all demons and to cure all diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. This already will give away a little bit of what I'm talking about tonight. It is both to proclaim 
and to heal the sick. It's going to be a proclamation and a demonstration. You'll see in the Bible, in Jesus' life, it's always both. He told them, take nothing on your journey, no staff, no bag, no bread. No bread? Man, how can you be? I can, people know me. I got bread all the time. I got bread in my bag. All, my cheese sandwich is like always with me. My staff and my rod. My staff and my rod, they will comfort me. It's like my staff. How could I go without a journey? Anyway, no, no money. No extra shirt. Serious? Anyway, whatever house you enter, stay there until you have the, to leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave that town and shake off the dust of your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village. Here it goes again. Proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. They're proclaiming and they are demonstrating at the same time. Come on, guys. What an amazing message we have right the kingdom of god the power of the kingdom of god is just such a powerful message and so we have such a privilege of telling everybody else about this message right we are messengers with a powerful message paul says this in romans 10 15 how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news or who preach good news come on look at your feet how beautiful are they are they really beautiful in the sense of the gospel? Look at your neighbor's feet. Are they gospel carriers? My mama's out? Oh, they're the sandals. Well, you're more, you're more spiritual, you know, it's like Jesus, you know. <laughs> oh, it's so good in this way. <laughs> Matthew 24 says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end shall come. The greatest problem in the world is sin. The greatest problem in the world is sin. Sin is so rooted in our selfishness and in rebellion away from God's purposes and design in our lives. The Bible calls sin missing the mark. It's putting petrol in a diesel car. That's sin. It doesn't work. It's not meant to be working that way. It's sin. That's not so much a moral sin, that one. I've done it several times, and it's not funny. But it's a sin, and I pay the consequences because any sin, you pay the consequences. Amen? The Bible said that all have fallen short of the glory of God. We have fallen short of His standards. We fall short of His glory and relationship in this way. But look what happened here, Romans 3.23. For everyone has sinned and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in His grace freely makes us right in His sight. Isn't that great? Right in His sight. say, right in His sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when He freed us from the penalty of our sins. And so as we see in the beginning of the creation when Adam and Eve sinned against God, disobeyed God, God says don't touch that. They did touch a disobedience and this virus, this virus went into humanity. But the good news that we have is that we have the antidote. We have the antidote in Jesus Christ who gave his life and brought us back into glory, brought us back into shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. It's absolutely powerful and set us free. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how we have forgiveness of sins? Come on, forgiveness. We're free of, of sin. We're free of these things. He's given us freedom. He's given us hope, eternal life. It's just amazing what God has given to us. Heaven, shalom. Oh, it's so powerful. And so our lives are to proclaim and to live and to demonstrate the kingdom of God. We are to talk about it, to talk proclamations, preaching, telling, proclaiming people with to live it in our lives in our daily lives the principles the values of the kingdom of god and then we are to demonstrate his power his glory and what we've come to see in our lives 
Isn't it amazing how we are sons and daughters of God and we got these amazing privileges that I just talked about. The amazing grace of God. But I tell you, our going into sonship also gives us some responsibilities and a purpose for our lives. And we see this just now when we saw it in Luke 9 that Jesus calls the 12 disciples together, right? And gives them power and authority over demons and to uh, cure disease and everything else. Amen? Amen. Now he sent out the 12. I wonder why, the, why there's 12. Does anybody know where, why there's 12? Why, why didn't he get 10 of 13? Why is it? Exactly, that is a picture. It's a picture because he comes to minister to the 12 tribes of Israel. He says, go for the lost sheep of Israel. Don't go to the Gentiles yet. Paul will do that later on. Paul will go to the Gentiles. But first, Israel itself, go to Israel. Then in the next chapter, Luke 10, Jesus sends out the 72. Now, why the 72? Why not 69? Does anybody know why? Apparently it was a picture of Jesus Christ who basically got this picture and spoke to the kingdom of darkness because there were 72 nations that were dispersed and scattered at the Tower of Babel. So this whole thing was scattered all around. There were 72 nations. So what he is saying in this way, he sends out the 72 as he restores and reclaims God's shalom and harmony. We are called harmony in this church and for a purpose is that. Not just for music because we love worship harmony, but also want to bring harmony to body, soul, spirit. But also harmony for the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit that live in a continuous harmony. But also we want to bring harmony, nothing missing, nothing broken to our community, to our lives. Amen. That's what we, I'm preaching better than you are responding. Come on, be a bit more excited about what God is doing in his midst right now. Come on, it's so good to be in this way. He sends out, wow, so good. So now, and now Jesus sends us out. We go now. And so as Jesus gathered these disciples and then he scatters these disciples, now we also gather like this tonight and this morning to be empowered in fellowship groups, in life groups, in whatever groups we all meet with during the week. And then we are sent out. We are always gathered to be empowered and to be encouraged and to be alive in the spirit, you know. And so tonight you walk out of here and say, man, that was amazing. There's worship and the preaching. I'm just like, I'm walking on water, you know. That's what it's meant to do for you when you come into church, into relationship. And then you go out into your workplace. You go out into the community. And then God will work wonders through your lives. Amen? Amen. So good. So we gather and we scatter. We come in and we go out. The mission of the church is to bring heaven to earth. We just talked about this. It was Jesus' prayer for his disciples. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's why our mission statement, which you saw at the beginning of this thing, was say it all together very loud, transforming the world with the good news of Jesus. So good. And then the byline, which has been my mantra, but also our church mantra, we're also growing sons and daughters to release the kingdom of God. Right? That's what Jesus is growing his disciples and disciples into sons and daughters and then go out and release the kingdom of God everywhere we go. We are to expand the family of God across the globe. More and more sons and daughters coming into faith in the kingdom. That's where he reigns when he comes into your heart. Oh, it's so good to be part of the kingdom of God. Isn't it good? Man, it started already in Genesis 1. He says, be fruitful and multiply. Yes, it's having lots of babies. Yeah. 
Jesus. No more, no more. No, he says, yeah, 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 just asking all excited. Can I have more? Like, Not you, Catherine. No. No. I say no. So here, so, Jesus, so if the whole thing of fulfillment is to, is to go into, and now Jesus is now here fulfilling this command of God, if you like, and, it's, and through the Great Commission in, in Matthew 28, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. It is not a natural seed of multiplication, it's a spiritual seed of multiplication. And he wants to get us out into the workplace, into society with the beautiful message of Jesus Christ. Did you know that so many people don't yet know Jesus Christ do you know so many nations in nations are unreached people groups and that's why we have so many missionaries around the world even through our church that we support because there are nations somewhere where they haven't heard the gospel yet and Jesus says go into all the world every ethnos not every nation because Lauren Cunningham went to every nation if that's the case he actually preached in every nation so even Lauren Cunningham by himself fulfilled the Great Commission which is powerful but the problem is though in India I don't know how many thousands of different languages there are and so many have not been reached yet are you talking in Brazil you're talking in the Amazon the, the, the different groups have not even been reached yet hey guys but that's around the globe well, what about right here in New Zealand only five million, million, oh, my five million men, sir. <laughs> At least the South Africans can understand that. Only five million people, right? But technically they say maybe 10% are saved, are born again, maybe 20. Push, pushing it, right? Pushing it, right? So that means that 80% of this nation's nation, which is millions of people, don't yet know Jesus Christ and are facing a Christless eternity. It is right here on our doorstep. And that's why we have an apostolic mandate to bring the kingdom of God and to release the kingdom of God. And that's what we're doing through our lives everywhere we go. In Jesus' name. Come on. We are spit in the Holy Spirit. We are salt and light wherever we go. And Jesus is glorified in this life amen so it's all about proclamation and demonstration the problem is most of the church demonstration have no clue what it means demonstration except for doing a food bank and it's relatively easy anybody can do a food bank you don't have to be a church to do a food bank why but food bank food banks can't heal people they can't set people free from trauma of their past they can't save people that's the church's job that is your and me job your and me Anyway, whatever. You're a me job in this way, right? I, I love this about Norm McLeod, you know. Norm says, we do so much hooey-hooey, we need to start doing some dewey-dewey. And he's totally right. We do a lot of hooey-hooey, getting together in groups and even pray. We do a lot of praying, but we don't go a lot of going. You know, a lot of walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. They go hand in hand. Are you encouraged already? Yeah. Okay, I'll stop then. I'm finished. Oh, more then. Okay, more. Okay, Mark 16. He said to them, Go. Into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. I'm so glad we don't have snakes in this country. Who on earth wants to move to Australia? People moving to Australia, how insane. How dumb. Anyways, let's look at 
<laughs> anyway, they'll pick up snakes with their hands. At least you can pick up snakes with your hands. At least you got some power, you know. If a snake is there, so, ah, freaking out, you just pick up snakes. Anyway, it is pick up snakes. And then when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They place their hands on the sick, they will get well. After the Lord has spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and set at the right hand of God. And if you are a Christian, born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, you're sitting there right with him in Jesus' name. And then the disciples went out and preached everywhere. Look at this again. They preached everywhere and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by signs that accompanied it. Guys, if we preach the same gospel as Jesus Christ, you talk the talk and you walk the walk. Then you talk the power of God. You talk about people's salvation and, and, and healing. And then the demonstration comes that people actually get healed. They actually get saved. They actually tra be transformed. I love what Catherine said this morning. One of the most amazing lines. This comes to me right now. That's how good she preached this morning. I thought you said, there's a lot of information, but not a lot of transformation. And I'll tell you something. That's why we don't have hey we are informing the world about the good news of Jesus Christ no well we are but the thing is that we are transforming the world with the goodness of Jesus you got to talk about it and then we're going to see transformed life otherwise it's a powerless kingdom and a powerless message and we might as well go home and watch some more all blacks it was an amazing game wasn't it oh come on I watched it this morning again the end of it it's like it's one of the great great things of Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What did he say? I, I is, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry, bro. They're doing amazing. I mean, they're amazing people, but uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Anyway, let's not dig this hole any further. <clears throat> anyway. So, so what we see here, I want you to get, everywhere Jesus went, there was a proclamation and a demonstration. And when you go to school and you're a little kid, they have this show and tell. I remember our kids, we're going to show and tell, we're going to show something. Okay, what do you want to show? I got a little giraffe I want to show. Okay, giraffe, let's show. They're going to show and then tell about it. That's the kingdom of God. The only thing is the kingdom of God is an upside down kingdom. You tell and show. You don't show and tell, you tell and then you show how it works, right? Show and tell, tell and show, this is the kingdom of God. Come on, we are the church. You don't come to church, you are the church. Amen. And when we go into the community, we show and tell. We tell and show. And Jesus said, it's good, isn't it? Thank you, Jesus. So the thing is, though, what's happening is that the harvest is already ready, ready, right? Ready, ready, right. The harvest is ready right now. So we need to become confident in sharing the gospel and also demonstrating the gospel. In John 4, 35, Jesus says, don't, uh, don't you have this saying, it's still four months until the harvest? I tell you, open your eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. And look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. See, Jesus didn't even talk us really, there's a few places he does talk about it, but not so much about praying for the harvest, which we do do, and there is actually things for this, like Romans 10, Paul talks about praying for the harvest. But what he says is you pray for workers in the harvest, because the harvest is already ready, ready, ready made. For all of us, Matthew 9, 37, then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. Ask the Lord, which is prayer, the word, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore to send out workers into his mission field, harvest field. Right? So the harvest is ready, but the workers are few. So that's why our prayer should be, Lord, 
send me. Look at your feet. Lord, say it loud. Lord, send me. <clears throat> send me into my workplace. Send me into my family life. Send me into my, my football club or whatever. Send me into my cafe, into the city. Send me into the city. Send me into the nation. Send me into the nations. That should be our prayer. I am here because I was sent into the nations. I was sent to the uttermost part of the earth. I don't know why I deserve this. But Jesus said to me, I was going to go to Europe, man. I was great. I can't talk this morning about this uh, Integrity Music shirts. Anybody ever collected those shirts? Come on. The Integrity Music. Come on, Aaron. You had those things, surely. No? I mean, remember, so, so Bob Fist released uh, The Lord Reigns. So you got this whole The Lord Reigns. The cover of the album became the cover of his T-shirt, The Lord Reigns, you know, or whatever. But I had 20,000 of those things. But every two months, a new album. So you got a new cover. So I got all these T-shirts, you know. And so that's what I'm saying. I was dancing in the morning, every morning. Jesus, in the morning, come up with this T-shirt. Nothing else on. This is a T-shirt. Catherine, I'm so happy about the Lord. I'm so happy that I'm married to you and worship Jesus and stuff. And then, and then she says, that's like a curse for me because I'm just waking up. Do you go away? Behind, get behind me, Satan! In this way, you know. Anyway, true story. <laughs> true story. Yeah, scary stories then. Anyway, so I talked to my mate Simon Fox. Anybody know Simon Fox? Right, Simon Fox. So I talked to him on Friday, and he said something happened to me on, on Tuesday. I said, I gotta share this with you because it is so good like this, because this is how testimony works. So here he goes. He has a lunch break. He works at the bank. He has a lunch break. He goes down the elevator or the escalator, whatever the thing is called, and he goes down there, and then, no, it's escalator because it's not lift. The lift goes down like this. The escalator goes down like that. Um, so he goes down like this. I says, oh, I'm, I says, Jesus says to him, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have you talk to somebody. I said, oh, no. We just did the, did the course, you know, with Norm, which means you have to find somebody, you know, <laughs> and then step in. Anyway, so that's the whole thing. So I said, okay, <clears throat> I'm ready. And he saw somebody sitting on this bench, right? And he starts talking. I'll, I'll tell you what he said to him. He started talking to this guy, and this guy breaks out down in tears. And he says, wow. He says, he says to me, he says, he's gone through a lot. And then, and then Simon says, can I please pray for you? And he prayed for him for a while. And then he says, can I ask you, what, um, is there anything else I, I can do for you? He says, well, can I, could I please borrow uh, $20? And can you please be my friend? And so, and so Simon says, sure, I can do both. And so he says, I'll sit with him for about 15 minutes. And just with him, you know, sitting here. And then he go into the shop, but like good old Simon form, he got out 100 bucks. Uh, and he says, here's a hundred bucks. The guy started crying and weeping, and he felt the love of God. He says, did you know I was going to take my life today? But you were here, you showed the love of Christ. You became a follower of Christ, and Bob's your uncle. Guys, those kind of things, that's amazing. Just like that, somebody there who's in, the, in down and out, and somebody is Jesus to them. The harvest is truly ready. Every time I go somewhere to some kind of place, we go to an Indian stop to get some Indian takeaways, I always talk to the guys about Hinduism. And I said to them, do you like Hinduism? Yeah. They all, the many gods? Yeah. I said, one question I'd like you to ask me. It's the only question I ask all the time, but they have no answer, but it's a powerful answer. I said, who has washed your sin away? Who paid for your sin? The Hindu gods don't do that kind of stuff. And Allah Muhammad never paid for anything. Nobody ever paid for anything. Who paid for your sin? And they can never answer. And so I start to talk about, about the fellowship and about my love and for Jesus, why I'm so happy, blah, blah, blah. And so good like that to share God with you in your way. So our prayer really should be, uh, Lord, help me look, open the eyes of my 
eyes open the eyes of my heart, Lord, that I can see the harvest, can I see the people that you have around me, those people that you have ready for me to talk to, to minister to, like Simon did, like I did, but all of us hopefully do this in our own way. It's just really powerful, divine appointments, because if the harvest is ready, then it is ready. The problem is it's a little bit scary to talk to people because they may reject Jesus. They're not going to reject you, but it feels like they're rejecting you. They're actually rejecting Jesus, but it's a little bit scary when you talk to someone like that. But the thing is, though, we can, when we start going and keep going, going and maybe the fifth person hey suddenly they're open to something healing same as healing you want to start healing people yeah but i still see any healings in my life well listen john wimmer the great evangelist right the great healing he wanted to have a healing ministry great start praying for people it was one thousand people he prayed for nobody got healed and then the thousand and first apparently the first got healed and the rest is history massive healing ministry but man, he could have been so discouraged by the thousand people he prayed for. Lord, nothing is happening. And maybe for you or me, some of those things sometimes can happen. We can be discouraged, even sharing the gospel. We can be discouraged because they're not interested in the gospel. When you just go to the next person or go to the next person, because somebody will be interested in what you have to say. It is just too important. We need to step into what God has for us. We've got to step into sharing the gospel. We talked about the, often in the beginning of this church about stepping over the chicken line. Is it quack quack? No, that's uh, something else. That's right. Quack quack quack. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of the song. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so basically, if we talk. So we gotta say that is really scary. But I gotta step over the chicken line into the unknown and start talking to somebody about your own. You don't have to preach like I do. You don't have to preach like like a preacher or somebody like that. You just have to share your story. Do you know what Jesus did for me? They already know. They see your shiny face. Catherine had this this morning about, where was it again? Holland somewhere? They saw you are the shiny face people. I, when I was ministering in Hawaii, when I was 18 years old, I was saying I was called the shiny eye people. The old kids, oh, you're all the shiny eye people. You know, they already see something is in you. There's something is going on with you that I really don't know. And so you can talk about it. What do you think about the shiny eyes? You know? No. But the thing is, though, you can talk to them about your own experience, what Jesus has done for you. Testimony nobody can argue with. Just testify of the goodness of God. Just tell somebody how much you love it. Tell somebody what he's done for you. Maybe he's healed you, give you purpose. Maybe your marriage was on the rock, but he helped you to bring it together. Whatever. Start, 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 make sure we start talking to somebody in this way. Romans 10, I'm almost finished. I won, I'm finished. Musicians, I'm finished. Come up, bro. <laughs> no. Okay, be quiet. Be quiet. Romans 10. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? So many Kiwis have no clue. They used to know, but we've totally eroded Christianity from our nation. And hopefully it goes back into it again. At least we have a born-again prime minister right now. That's powerful. Let's, let's believe. Let's pray for the guy that he will step out and start saying some things in this way. And how they can believe in him and how they can hear about him unless somebody tells them. Or some translation said somebody preaches to them. And how will anyone go and preach or tell them without being sent? That's why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. 
I want you to look at your feet again. And I want you to say, feet, feet. go get them. I'll send you. I'll send you into the world in the power of the Holy Spirit. How beautiful are the feet who bring good news and the feet are attached to you. That's the good thing. That's the whole point, of course. So where the feet go, oh, I'm going. Feet, where are you going? You know, start following our feet. <laughs> start spreading the gospel in this way. I mean, who have you told lately about Jesus? Who have you told lately about something that happened? Even just about church. Hey, you go to church? That's kind of an easy way. Are you a church person? That's kind of easy. You don't say, are you a Christian? Are you a church person? Oh, no, no, no. You know, whatever. But the thing is, are you a church person? That's the easy way, you know? And then, and then you talk about, man, I was at church the other day. You know what happened there? No, what happened? Oh, no, 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 whatever. You know? And you just share with them. Just share what God has for you. I tell you, everybody's got a platform. This is my platform, but it's not my only platform. My platform is also when I go out to see my Indian friends or anywhere where I go, in the mall, wherever I go, it's my platform. Your platform is wherever you go, whatever job you do, whatever your workplace is, whatever. Everybody's got a platform. So start using your platform to share about Jesus. You know, I'm not allowed to share at my, at my work. Hey, you don't have to do it like that during the work hours. You can do it for lunch or after lunch or when you're at the bowling club with it or whatever. Find a way to share about Jesus. Let's not be silent anymore. People are going to hell right now, guys. We need to make sure that we tell them about Jesus. It says here before in the scripture I read somewhere that they still stand condemned. Jesus gave his life for everybody. He shed his blood for everybody. He saved everybody. He claimed everybody. But the only thing we have to do is receive the gift. And if you don't receive the gift, you still stand condemned even though you are forgiven. Isn't that, Isn't that indictment? Although, see, we have received the ministry of reconciliation, the Bible says. What? What does it say? The ministry of reconciliation, that God is? Thank you. Some theologian here in the front row. That God is not counting people's sins against them. Well, how can you say that, Gideon? They're really nasty. Look at these guys in Palestinians. Look at these guys wherever they are. The reason is why, only one reason, is because Jesus took the sin of the world upon himself. That means every sin of everybody of all time. That's why we love him so much. When you become a Christian, you come from being a sinner because you're still with this old nature, the sinful nature where you're born with, and you step into a new nature. The old nature is cut out, and you get a new nature being born again by the Holy Spirit. You get divine nature. Now you're a son of God, cleansed, forgiven, good is beautiful in this way. Now you're called a saint. Do you make mistakes? Absolutely. And we have a whole Amazing Grace series coming after Grace and Glory Conference when we talk about all this stuff. It's going to be really empowering for most of us. This is beautiful. Because you, you fall more in love with Jesus. He's just so amazing. Right? Actually, I do right now. Every eye closed for a moment. Everybody's got to make a decision one day. In the end, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of Father. And that's at the end of time. But the thing is, though, it could be too late for you if you haven't done it beforehand. Then it's going to be compulsory, but he will separate the sheep from the goat. And those who are born again and love Jesus, he will take with him to heaven. Is there anybody in this room and you need to receive Jesus, the beautiful gift of Jesus Christ? 
John 3.16 John 3.16 says for God so loved the world loved you and I that he gave his son Jesus Christ that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have everlasting eternal life if you've confessed with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that God the Father raised him from the dead from the grave you will be saved is there anybody here and you said I need to be saved tonight don't wait for tomorrow you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring for you I would love to pray for you if this is your commitment to the Lord tonight if you have to do this I would like to just in you to indicate to me if this is you say Jesus say Gideon I need, I need Jesus in my life I need to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Is there anybody in this room right now? Lift up your hand that I can see it and I can bless it and then we pray together. Is there anybody here who has not done this? Anybody in this room? God is knocking at the door of your heart. I'd like to come in have dinner with you. Fellowship. Not just in this life, but forevermore in the life to come. Is there anybody in this room? Lift up your hand right now. Thank you, Jesus. What I'd like to do right now, we talked about show and tell. And tell and show. The kingdom of God is always about proclamation and demonstration. And I would like tonight, just for, just for a moment, and then you can come home. I would love to, I'd love to do that demonstration for just for a moment. But instead of you coming forward and some of the leaders here pray for you, which is great and we do it all the time, you are being sent out. We all have the spirit of God. Otherwise, you would have put up your hand. And so, the same spirit that lives in you, lives in me, lives in John Wimber, Bill Johnson, Smith, Smith Wigglesworth, all the same. The same Holy Spirit. And Catherine, even. <laughs> so, what I like to do is just, if, if we have like, if you have a need, a physical need, or even another need is fine too, so you can't, you can't kind of show some other stuff that's more emotional uh, necessarily healing here but if your particular physical healing if you got something wrong with you you want prayer for we're going to just come around you and pray for you and we're just going to be a bit of activation is that all right because i've been talking a lot about telling but now we're going to demonstrate that's what jesus did all the time so if you have any problem why don't we all stand together anyway let's stand together and just for a moment just lean into the holy spirit and if you got some issue that you would like to get rid of not a person you're going to get rid of an issue they're going to get rid of <laughs> then why don't you lift up your hands so people will come around you you don't have to tell them necessarily what it is if you want to you can tell them what it is that's fine so look around hands up high that's right good now other guys come on we're all sons and daughters let's go around them and just minister to them right now Minister the love of Jesus. Minister the healing of Jesus. Speak shalom. Speak the name of Jesus. Because in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. In the name of Jesus, demons flee. In the name of Jesus, you'll be set free. In the name of Jesus, you'll be healed. And so right now, just do that for a moment and step out in faith in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your powerful Holy Spirit. Oh, we just release your anointing right now in this room. Thank you, Father, that sicknesses leave right now. Even emotional scars would leave in Jesus' name right now. Father, we pray for even for encouragement. We pray for hope to arise in people. 
people who feel hopeless, Lord. Maybe there's mental issues right now. We just release the power of God, the shalom of God, nothing missing, nothing broken. The power of the Holy Spirit just pulsing through our lives right now. It's a beautiful, beautiful balm. The love of God, the power of God, the peace of God, like a river just right now through our lives, through this building. The river of God, Lord, washing away, washing away the pain, washing away the iniquity, washing away the things that we don't want in our lives anymore. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke right now. Thank you for your anointing. We'll release your anointing on every person who is in need tonight. The anointing will break the yoke. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit right now. This will receive, receive, receive the healing. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit right now. These signs will go with everybody who believes and they will see these miracles in their lives. Father, we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the promise in our lives. We bless your holy name. Oh, what a wonderful, powerful Savior you are. What a wonderful mission you've given us.